starting the day again, oh yeah, letting the sun shine in, uh-oh, I'm gonna dig within myself, uh-oh. Life may be never what you think, but I think I'll just go with it and create something new. Well, 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 it's me, Allison Lee, back here in front of the mic at the Craftcast Studio from snowy, snowy New York, snowy Massachusetts, snowy New Hampshire, snowy Maine, snow, 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 lots of snow. Oh, well. <laughs> I use it for lots of time to work inside, getting to uh, invent with fabulous teachers, all kinds of great new classes. So if you haven't gone over to the craftcast.com site recently, even within the past few hours, Oh my gosh, tons of new classes uh, with great subjects, so check it out. Uh, And are you watching Madam Secretary? I know many of you have been following me for years. You know that my son is on that show, and he plays Teo Leone's uh, fearless assistant, (laughs) loyal assistant, Blake, Blake Moran. Uh, And that's my son, Eric. And uh, fun show, always fun when... Your children are happy and doing the work they love, and it's always fun when artists are doing the work they love. So I said to uh, Eric, how about I do an interview with you? So stay tuned. That should be coming up next interview here at the Craftcast uh, studio, talking to Blake, a.k.a. Eric Bergen. (laughs) Uh, So because of all of that, with the snow and getting all the classes ready, heavy into organizational stuff, which I guess also happens at the beginning of the year. You know, you either stick to it or you drop it, but I love good organizational things. So here's two of the things I'm going to recommend that I've done. Uh, Cause I love, we all love, you know, trusting, you know, suggestions from other people. So I finally dived in and downloaded Evernote. All right. So here's the deal. I'm sort of excited about this. So Evernote is a, content management system, CMS. And the way it's set up, well, I don't know about you, but as an artist, I have my drawing someplace, my writing someplace. Um, I call them swipe sheets, you know, or swipe photographs, things I want to remember, a color palette or a design I saw someplace. And I used to make all those big, uh, you know, those big binders that were, you know, they have this spiral on one side and they're black and you can sort of lay them down flat, the artist books. So I'd tape stuff in there. Anyway, you get the picture. It's all over the place. It makes me crazy. So I gave Evernote a try and I do believe it is the answer because not only do you write in there to keep everything organized, you can take your pictures, you can, um, take photos. You can add all those things into the notebooks that you do on um, online. But here is the thing. So I like to write with pens sometimes and color pens and sketch. And you know, they make the journals called moleskins. You see them everywhere in the big bookstores that are always very seductive because they're great colors and, oh yeah, I need another journal. Well, now they make one that they're uh, in conjunction with Evernote page is sort of lined a certain way, but in the back, it comes with all these little um, mini 
um, like uh, post-its, but really small ones that just have one little icon on them. So like, you know, oh, I'd say a quarter inch by a quarter inch. So let's say you draw in the notebook. And like sometimes I'll put down a sketch of a shape I want or a um, sketch of a shape, like for a jewelry type of thing, let's say, uh, that I'm working on. Uh, or um, maybe something I'm designing with a flower arrangement or just something I'm thinking of it and I'm sketching. And then maybe next to it I write, remember to buy, because I did this the other day, bamboo skewers. Okay, if that was in my little journal, I then can take a picture of that and you stick one of these little stickies by it and and let's say the one for um, buying the bamboo skewers was for shopping and then the one that was a drawing could be in your creative and you take a photograph and those things, listen to this, ready? They automatically go into those journals you've created so when you go to look at that journal in your software, there's all the things you were thinking about out of that moleskin, as well as, let's say I also wrote on there um, the colors that I loved and what I wanted to do with it in handwriting. It'll take your handwriting and edit it. So it, you can then go in and edit your handwriting as well. Uh, okay, so I hope you're as thrilled as I am. <laughs> Uh, now, I'm also going to say it has that learning curve that could make you just a tad bit nauseous. So I went in and did um, uh, lynda.com and just did, uh, you know, one of their quick, cheap tutorial things and just did the two and a half hours and listened to it all. It was well worth it. Got me up and running because there's a lot of different stuff. But now I'm way over the learning curve and I think it's great. And then to tie into that, I'm going to recommend one other thing. This is an app called 50, Paper by 53. Paper by 53. Remember, you can come over to the Craftcast site under podcast to get all these links. And then that... You, okay, so that app, you open up on your iPad or your iPhone, whatever mobile device. I also bought the pen. That pen, the electric, no, electronic drawing pen, allows you, the digital drawing pen, allows you to draw on your iPad in colors and shades and then use your finger to blend. I think it's really good. And then you can also upload that. Like I was designing a pendant drawing on my iPad with this pen. Uh, and I can upload that. Let's say I wanted to just then upload that into my design notebook um, in Evernote. So things stay in one place as opposed to, uh, you know, get lost everywhere, which is what's key for me. I need my list wherever I am. So there you go. I hope that made sense. But, you know, I am saying love them. Both the, it was the Moleskin Journal tie into Evernote that made me go for it. Oh, and here's the other thing. When you buy that Moleskin Journal, it comes with three months of free um, upgrade in Evernote. So it's not that ex- much expensive to have the upgrade, but um, that comes with it. So if you go through notebooks and, and we're buying them every three months, you basically would just be able to keep that level of um, Evernote if you wanted it with a few of the extra goodies in there. So uh, it's cool. It's cool, right? I think so. All right. So <laughs> onward to who I'm talking to today, uh, which is also, this is all sort of great because the whole theme today is about playing. It's one of the reasons I got that paper by 53 and the pen. Uh, digital pencil because I don't take enough time to play anymore because we're so digital. Um, not that we're just so digital, but you know, my life, that is what I'm around all the time. So 
you know, I don't all, I missed having magic markers around all the time and colored pens and all of that. If I'm, um, you know, in the evening or whatever, not in my studio. So this all of a sudden gave me all of a sudden freedom to play again and draw. So today's all about play. Got to make time for play. So Marnie Makradakis, Makradakis, her name is, um, I love her last name, right? She's the author of Hop, Skip, Jump, and the founder of the online community, uh, Artellaland.com. And it's all about play for her, you know, how to um, basically reinvent ourselves. Because without play, we really get a stale. Anyway, you're going to love everything she has to say. I just know it. It got me playing again right away. But of course, it doesn't take me much to get to play. <laughs> it's pretty easy. All right. So before we get to there, today's music, love Beth Hirsch. Uh, I have a piece of music of hers called Wholehearted. So enjoy that. And come on back, and I'll be talking to Marnie Macrodacus. In the neighborhood, walking through the place you grew, where your longitude let you have some latitude and your attitude Though I was still raw, we'd look ahead There's a difference, over time we learn is clear For the braver ones who permeate the atmosphere Bringing us the thing we all hold most dear and need to share
Okay, this is my kind of chat I like to have with someone. Today I'm talking to Marnie MacRed. She's going to say it again for me. MacRedakis, right? Did I do it right? You got it. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. You win a big time prize. Thank you. (laughs) And I'm so excited to talk to her about this book is great. Hop, Skip, Jump, 75 Ways to Playfully Manifest a Meaningful Life. That's what we all want every day when we wake up anyway, I think. I'm a big fan of play, so I'm excited to talk to you today about how we can play more in our life. Thank you so much, Marty, for coming on. Absolutely. Let's play. I'm, I'm here. Let's rock this. You know, I always said to people, and they made fun of me, I always say, can we um, plan a play date? I think it's left over from childhood, right? Well, I think that I, I, I love that you're out there asking people to plan a play date. Right? <laughs> I think that that's awesome. You know, it's something that um, is... It, it's it's such an important topic for you know parents and and child development educators and there's play theory in childhood and then it kind of drops off. Why <laughs> is that? When do we it. stop? When do we stop playing? Well, I think that that changes for everybody, but I think that there's a pervasive um, drive that is it's all about results and productivity, and I think that. Somewhere in our results-oriented society, things get a little skewed, and we have both an individual and a cultural belief that hard work means we're doing something right. You know, that the harder something is, that means that, you know, we're really successful, that... Um, and that, you know, that's where the results come from. And so play gets written off as something that is frivolous or something that, you know, it happens after the hard work is done. And I think that, you know, this is only just continued and and made even more dramatic in the, in the past, oh, I don't know, decade or so where everything has gotten so frenetic with so much information and the speed of light has just increased increased exponentially and so there's a lot of pressure to perform to produce and play gets lost in there there is a lot of pressure to produce I'm feeling it (laughs) (laughs) well and here's the thing is that when there is so much pressure in this fast-paced world we're obviously we're put into these two poles you know either we're in this like fight or flight survival mode or we just are numbed out and we need to escape and so our playtime has become you know just looking at Facebook or playing Angry Birds or just vegging out in front of the TV because we feel like that's what we need is we need to just escape and numb out and so meaningful play has totally gotten lost I think for the most part and we need to consciously bring it back. I know you're so right. It's true. We need to do more f- just fun play. Because what do you think? What is it we've given up not having meaningful play? What do we lose when we just go to Facebook and Angry Birds? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that, that um, one thing I say in, in Hop, Skip, Jump is that play is not an activity, it's a state of mind and it's a portal to presence. It's, it's how we touch our core essence. You know, what we did as children, what animals do for no real evolutionary reason, <laughs> except that it's so intrinsic in their nature, is play. And so we lose mm-hmm, touch mm-hmm. With, with what is spontaneous and true and organic to our, to, 
to our humanity. Um, play is how we touch and, and amplify that experience of, of being human. And it also happens to be a really cool trick for, for getting things done, moving past procrastination and, and really getting mm. through a lot of our own blocks. So I think when we ignore playtime, we're actually ignoring one of our, our superpowers that ironically could really help. Okay, <laughs> help I love that. Quite a bit. Yeah, I love that. You know, the other day I was I let my dog out the back in the morning and she took off and just ran loops and up the wall and threw her ball and just ran, ran, ran. And I stared at her sort of jealous, like, oh, that looks so good. (laughs) And then she was finished and she came in and I thought, oh, yeah, why we should all do that. Run out and just go, yahoo. (laughs) Absolutely. Animals do it and kids do it. I have a six-year-old and, you know, I mean, here I am. I I wrote a book about play, right? But I'm still... (laughs) It just happened this weekend where, you know, we were sitting down to play and I said, what do you want to play? And he just looked at me like, you know, what, what do you mean? What do I want to play? <laughs> like, just play. <laughs> and, right. um, you know, and that, that in itself was like, okay, yes, mommy's still learning too, that um, we don't have to work hard at playing either. Oh, <laughs> and that's what me. I hope is, that's what I really wanted to achieve by this book is that this isn't a book that feels... I don't want it to be a book that feels like work and feels like self-improvement. Right, right. <laughs> you know, right, like, right. hey, now I've got to get play in my life. I've got to do that too. I know. I know. <laughs> Let's schedule in play time. All right. So I'm with you on this. I'm totally with you. It's now, and I agree with you. I think it's really important, especially, well, I don't know if it's especially, but it seems to me especially people who are in the creative world because it, to go from a project where an assignment to, okay, make up a, you know, a book or make up a website or make up a product and make it come to real life, that it's very difficult to jump from nothing to making something without some play in there, I think. But I agree. You do? I okay. agree. Totally. I agree. And I think that, you know, it's it also can be very difficult for, for creative people or for people people who are um, actively producing creative creatively to remember that playtime just for us is really important because we can get in this mode of, okay, well, anything I make, I have to, you know, it needs to go on my blog. Or oh, I know. To, it. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> like, so I'm true. I'm going to the bathroom, so I have to make a teleclass about, you know, I five know. ways to be mindful while you pee. I you know. know. So- <laughs> So it's really, really important, ironically perhaps, for the people who play easily, who are right-blamed creatives, to remember that play is just for them. And that's really important to put that in there. It only serves to benefit, to the greater benefit of, you know, our, our mental health and sanity as well as what we do produce and put out there. And everyone listening, listen up. It's so good. I talked to so many people. The first piece of jewelry or cake or doll, all the creative crafts they make has to go for sale type of thing. Okay, I'm selling things now. And the pressure is crazy. Yeah. And, and then we lose. I mean, that's, that's how we, we um, that's how we lose that, that initial passion. I mean, it's important to go back and look at, okay, well, what was playful for this with this and through this at the beginning, you know, where did the, um, where did the sustenance, uh, 
kind of start to drip away. And very often, it's when we kind of get into manufacture mode and leave that fun experimentation mode. And there's a time and place for all of those different phases. And and in the book, I call those three phases hop, skip, and jump. And I I can talk a little bit about that if you like. Yeah. Well, I was just going to ask you, now that we're in there, how do we blend our play into productivity? How do we blend it so we're not just being made fun of? It's like, oh, don't to her. She's always busy playing somewhere in the playground. So. Right, right. I think one thing that I I, I find really helpful is to it's it's sort of a contradiction because but or it's a paradox I should say because on the one hand we want our play to just be for us and then when we also understand deep down that there is a purpose to our play that also you know freezes up um, quite a bit. I have, um, in, in Hop, Skip, Jump, I name three phases of the creative process or the manifestation process, which really is all about taking whatever you want to create and, and bringing it to free, fruition in the world, whether that's baking a cake or losing 30 pounds or, or finding a new place to live. It's right. all about creation. It's all about right. manifesting. Right. So I name these three stages as hop, skip, and jump. The hop phase is all about dreaming and brainstorming and planning and visioning and wondering and daydreaming. The skip phase is about experimenting and trying new things and exploring and meandering and, and dabbling. And the jump phase is about very purposefully moving into completion, taking action, purposefully moving to take those steps into action and and jump from one place to another. And I think that by actually seeing that anything we've manifested naturally goes through those three processes, we can start to see that there are actually different gestures where play is um, is put to great use that 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 our natural tendencies because most of us will have a natural strength of those three areas mm-hmm. I've got a quiz in the book and also um, that you can you know scan the code and get there online to find out if you're a natural hopper or skipper or jumper mm-hmm. and that's an important place to start because it shows you where your strength is and that's a good place to start playing and then as you said blend yes. and balance to bring more of them so one thing that I that I talk about with 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 clients when we're looking about bringing more play in is making sure that that we're looking at hop tasks or hop activities and skip tasks and dump, jump tasks and making sure, for example, a given week has a balance of all mm. of those because mm-hmm. that's how we can not only thrive in our strength but have a more well-rounded approach for bringing our action forward to really satisfying results. So it's really manifest, manifesting using play to help us get there as another tool. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that and, and, and in the, the book, there are 75 different tools, and they're broken down for 25 each for hop, skip, and jump. Mm-hmm. My hope is that anybody can pick up this book and little, literally turn to any page whenever they're feeling stuck and get an idea of something playful to try. That is funny. And, I'm doing that right now, and it's funny you should say that because I had a little question highlighted to ask you. What do we yes. do if we get stuck in one phase? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that, you know, it's interesting because I think it starts with feeling okay about the phase you are in because that 
that helps with um, with negative beliefs that we may be getting either about our uh, from ourselves or from other people. You know, people who stay stuck in hop have heard from others, "You're such a dreamer. You mm-hmm, never do mm-hmm, anything." Mm-hmm. People who are predominantly skippers say, "You just try so many things. You never mm-hmm, finish anything." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And people who are predominantly jumpers feel and hear. You don't plan anything through. You haven't thought it through. You you know you just take action and and mm-hmm. and you haven't you mm-hmm. haven't made a plan. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? And so we hold on these negative beliefs about ourselves. And so I think the first step is really owning and saying, okay, this is what I'm actually really good at. Let me feel comfortable here. Mm-hmm. And then consciously say, you know, it could also help me to balance out and spread my wings a little bit to touch more of these these uh, these other phases. And that's going to help my overall experience with satisfaction. And so what I hope is that, for example, I'm a jumper, but my success and my overall satisfaction is greatly um, increased when I also put more time into the planning hop phase and the experiment skip stage. And that's a lot easier to do when there's a playful way to pop into it. So that's what I'm hoping the, the book is, um, is, is useful for, is open up any page and voila. <laughs> Marnie, you're good. That makes sense. I think I'm a jumper too. So it's, it's helpful to be able to go back and the idea of balance is so important too and to give yourself some space to experiment in those other areas instead of making it wrong right away. Well, that's the thing. And, you know, anybody, it's interesting because I have this quiz and I tried out, you know, the, and it's interesting how, how often people are surprised by their results. You know, they'll think they'll be one thing and then they'll get, um, they'll get their quiz results and then it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And a light bulb goes off. Right. And it's interesting just the beliefs inherent in that. You know, I've had a lot of people who've looked at the book and thought, okay, well, the goal must be to, you know, build up to jumping. And that's Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. a good point. That's so good. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. that must be the goal. Right. There must be, you know, this is a hierarchical process. Right, right, right. Not at all. They all have their strengths and their prof- their potential risks. And I think that, you know, that's that this holistic approach that um, I think makes a huge, huge difference. So if we can make that fun and not wordy and, you know, lost in cognitive psychology somewhere, right. um, I think it makes it much more accessible. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's sort of perfect because, you know, I immediately looking through everything went, oh, yeah, the, the purpose is to get to jump, <laughs> 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 to do more jump, to be better jumpers. <laughs> well, so, for you and I, yeah, that's yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So, it's, you know, I just had one of my own little aha moments there right now. So, awesome. it's, yeah, it's, um, do you think it takes practice? Um. To, to, to play more? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes and no. I think that the more you do it, the more we create um, a, a cycle of understanding that, wow, you know, this this really helps, you know. Um, I have a uh, one really simple tool in, in the hop stage, which is my, <laughs> my particular weakness, is I, I have a, 
uh, a fun, playful tool where I, I, I talk about, you know, taking a planning or an organization task and turning it into um, a color game. And I talk about Twister and, you know, mm-hmm. all the characters mm-hmm. in Clue and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and bring, um, bringing in color. And, yeah, I am much more likely to get my desk organized if I organize things by color because automatically that feels more creative, that feels more playful, and I'm more likely to do it. I'm more likely to, um, you know, go to accounting if um, if my spreadsheet has colors on it or if my file folders have, have color on it. So I've got this little, you know, two-page blip about how to bring play into a planning task through color. So I do something like that, and I say, oh, yeah, that helps. So I'm more likely to remember it later. So I think that there is practice in that um, in that we remember, we have a muscle memory, we say, oh, yeah, these little things, they feel so silly, but they actually work. Uh, but I also think that coming with that kind of beginner's mind, um, you know, I encourage in the book to, you know, be naive, be, yeah, <laughs> be yeah. clueless, roll your eyes at me as you're reading yeah, this yeah, book yeah. and don't think you're going to get anything from it. And that's a really good place to come from. So... I would say rather than it taking practice, I'll say, yeah, repetition helps, but it also is great to just, you know, come with that unpracticed mind and because that's what kids do. Know, you know, right? my son yeah. Kai can play not because he practices at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but because that's his impulse and that's our all of our impulses. It's just that we've squelched it. I know it's so true. I'm having all kinds of flashbacks here. And I'm looking at your um, book, and I love this fun fact about Rubik's Cube with its 43 quintillion possible configurations. (laughs) And it is a toy that's people have done theories and MIT and papers and things. And it's like, what's up with that? I mean, well, there's. It's know. interesting because there there is this whole um, there is play theory and even now gaming theory. You yeah, know, yeah. That's all. Yeah, and you know there there are ways that play is being studied. It's only just been recently studying in the animal kingdom, which I find really interesting. Um, I there's a lot of interesting stuff about um, about about play theory and and how it works scientifically and psychologically. You know, I. I leave that to the the play theory books. Um, yeah. You know, I really wanted wanted this book to be. I, I have a a great list of you know a, a play reading list for grown-ups <laughs> for people interested. But I really wanted it to be you know tangible, like open to any page. Yes. You can do this in five minutes or yes. less. Right. The chapters are super short, so yes. that we don't get lost in in words, and that we can you know just dive right in and try something. No, it's absolutely true because, and I think this goes back to what you said earlier. In the world we live in right now, that is so fast. To read a book for me has left my playtime, which is very upsetting. And it's because we have to get our information. It comes at us all day long. And so Mm -hmm. it's true Mm -hmm. with your book. You can open up one page. There it is. Oh, here's a little idea. Huh? Let me think about this. So, you know, we have changed, I think, how we consume uh, information today as well. Totally. The whole, the whole way that we metabolize, um, both information and inspiration is so is so is so different. Um, you and I both, being entrepreneurs ourselves, we know you know how, yeah. how different um, the information is 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 shared and conveyed. And so I really wanted to to make. Um, 
to make these tools really easy to get in and get out. I can see that. It's great. And do you also think personally um, that it's really changed because of the Internet and how we relate to people and emails and texting our playtime? I personally, I personally do. I think that, you know, it's, it's the irony that everybody's talking about, you know, that all of these time-saving devices are ending up eating into our yeah. time. Um, that was my, my, my book before this one was called Creating Time, you, Using Creativity to Reinvent the Clock and Reclaim Your Life. And it was all about using art and creativity to redefine our relationship with time. And it, it's, it is, you know, everybody's talking about how much time, you know, we've saved. And yet when we compare <laughs> what this is like, what our life is like now, even to when we were kids, you know, it's, it's, um, it's pretty staggering. And, you know, as, as, as blessed as we are to have all of this wonderful technology and goodness knows, I love it. Me <laughs> too. It's my yeah. life yeah. and my work, and yeah. it's it's amazing. So I hate to point the finger at it, but i i have to I have to say that I do believe that the um, the constant it's 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 the constant uh, flow of information, and I think it's you know it's it's that there's. Everything is immediate. Everything is now. I know. And there's a word, you know, we're missing something. Something's happening. Yes. And, you know, that's, I think, has really cut into this, um, into what used to be a space where we could have meaningful play. And that's what leads to this. We're either revved up or numbed out. Um, it's I, so know, true. Connecting on, on Facebook is not playtime. No. <laughs> it's not. No. You no, know? No. Um, I mean, it can be fun and it can be worthwhile. And I don't want to, you know, knock the, the, um, the benefits of it. But that's not meaningful play. No, I I agree with you, and I'm for I'm exactly I'm for everything. But I know when um, over the holidays we like to play games as a family, and we played um, you know different charade type games, and it feels so good to get back to that kind of interaction yes. than yeah, and, and email or text. Yes, totally. And I and I guess it, it does really go, of course, back to, to blending. You know, it's not like, let's just throw away all electronic yeah, yeah, devices. Yeah. But let's have, as you said, I had the same thing over the holidays, like just completely stepping away from anything that plugs into a wall. And and it, it really is like a reset button. Um, I have a playful exercise in the hop phase, which, of course, is all about, you know, really – planning and finding ourselves and reoriented with new beliefs and it's so simple but it really works it's to simply draw and doodle on a big piece of paper a button that says reset <laughs> a reset button that you can then press with your whole fist or put it on your heart or, or lick it or whatever you want make your reset button and allow yourself to press it when you need to reset and i mean it sounds so silly that's like good. really i'm gonna no, take that's a good. piece of paper but people do it i hear it all the time like yeah i have my reset button it's on my dashboard in my car or it's in my top drawer at work and i press it and um we we need that we need a a reminder to reset and one way to reset is is indeed to step away from the electronic stuff yes yeah it's and it takes some practice to do that because um well i know for me when i've stepped away that um 
I almost went into a uh, rehab. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what's interesting is looking at, you know, and this, this actually sort of is more in line with my first book, but what the hey, right? <laughs> is, is uh, you know, this idea of what what are we really afraid of? You know, when we make room in our life for things, whether it's stepping away from technology or whether it's letting go of a commitment or whether it's creating, you know, time to have five minutes where nothing happens and mm-hmm, then increasing mm-hmm. that to five minutes twice a day, three times, mm-hmm. when that feels scary, what are we afraid of? What's the payoff that we get from being so busy and being plugged in? Why is that so important to us? And sometimes, you know, those aren't easy questions and the answers aren't pretty no. <laughs> because a lot yeah. of times they go back to ego, you know, and, yeah. and why it's important to feel so busy and feel so important. And, you know, that's not pretty stuff to look at, but it's important because it's a, it's a, a way to become free and really realize, okay, what there's on one hand what am I losing or what does my ego think I'm losing by stepping away but what am I gaining I'm gaining time with charades with my family right, right. I'm gaining you know my neurons getting to realign themselves right <laughs> and and as you say it takes practice and I think it you know it it um what I think is helpful is to remember and capture, I know I'm doing this for myself after the holidays, to remember, yes, four days with no cell phone, nothing, felt so good. I want to hold on to this. And so I used one of my own exercises, and I caught that big aha in a butterfly net. <laughs> so right, that, right. I did a little origami butterfly to put that in the butterfly net so that I can remember to hold on to that. Right, yeah, visual memories help. Oh, my God, Marnie, you're really smart. I think this is the new trend, too. So I think you're right on it with your book because I think everyone's hitting the wall this way and looking for the next way out and forgetting that it's to go backwards into play. They think it's like, Mm -hmm. what's the next organizational book I can buy? What's the next software application I can use that'll handle it all for me so I can put more in my day? How do I get more things done in my day? All of that. and. I think we're all hitting the wall. <laughs> yeah, what we all need is we just need to, to, instead of getting the next gadget, we just need to sit down on the, on the floor and play jacks or, yes. <laughs> or um, you know, or, or just go back to, to the things that we loved as a child and bring little pieces of, of them back. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, just, just it, and, and. The, the idea is in Hop, Skip, Jump. I mean, intentionally, each thing to try is something you can do in just a few minutes. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not about quantitative time anyway. It's about qualitative time. But what I, what I have loved hearing um, from readers is that even if, you know, you, you can read these little two-page chapters. They're not even chapters. They're just, they're just little, you know, concepts. Yeah. <laughs> concepts, yeah. 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 And... And even if it's not something you want to do, so for example, maybe you don't want to, you know, draw and doodle the reset button, at the very least, just taking a break to, to kind of step out from your routine and get a new idea, you're going to come back into whatever you were doing with a different perspective. You know, you've shaken up your your beliefs in the snow globe and, yeah, you know, yeah. got a little glitter going on in there. And that's really what it's all about is just shaking things up a bit. No, I think it's great. And I, you know, I know for the people who are jumpers who think, I can't take time to do that. The truth mm-hmm. of the matter is when you do, you move forward back where you left off easier 
Easier, absolutely. Yeah. With less yeah, struggle. All- so it's, it's got a huge payoff, you know. I know totally. when I've done it. Yeah. It's like I'm totally. really stuck and blah, 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 blah. And then it seems counterintuitive to decide to go out and play Frisbee and yet go play and come back and see how much better you do. Exactly. And, and, and capture that. Remember it. Talk yeah. about it more. Yeah. That's where we'll get to value this when – we're talking more about the ways that play is helping us. And yeah. what we're talking about at social events isn't what you do for a living, but it's what do you do for fun? And, yeah. Yeah. you know, when that's the first question, and then we start to value it more. And, um, you know, that's, that's a, yeah, go, go, play, go play Frisbee and then come back and see how, how much more productive you can be. Exactly. So there you go. <laughs> oh, Marnie, I love talking with you, and I know I love playing with you. So there you go feels really Yay. good. So everyone, let me see. Say your website is artellaland.com. So people should come over there to check out your book, check out what else do you have on there you want to tell people about on your site? Because I know yeah, people are going to Land is it's kind of like an imaginary realm of islands, of words, art, and spirit. Lots of different places to play for creative people and creative entrepreneurs. And um, there's many, many different things to, cool. to explore over there. So yeah. Yeah, come on over and uh, uh, get lost. <laughs> exactly. Take a break and then t- check out your book, Hop, Skip, Jump. You'll love it. It's fun. I've had it on my desk for a while now. I knew I was going to look forward to talking to you. So thank you so much for taking the time out to play with me. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And thanks for the play you bring into the world, Allison. Oh, you're welcome. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that talk, right? I hope you're all inspired to play. And for all of you who have the CraftCast app, make sure and listen to the bonus material uh, Marnie talked about. I asked her her three tips, three ideas, how to put more play in your life. Because sometimes people, they really, they can't think. I don't know how to do that. She has great tips. So bonus question over at the CraftCast.com uh, app. If you don't have the app, you can get it on iTunes. Just type in CraftCast. Uh, or you can get a link to where to get it. If you're looking at the craftcast.com page under podcasts. So there you go. Get it and play. And with that being said, I'd like to end the show with a quote. And this is sort of perfect because I didn't even notice this. Of course, until I looked at everything and realized the whole show today is about play. So here's the quote. We do not stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. There you go. So give yourself a play date in the studio, I say. Uh, And I hope you enjoyed today's show. And you can find all the links for things I talked about over at craftcast.com under the podcast menu. You can leave a comment there. Love to hear from you. But most of all, don't forget, get your butt in the chair and keep crafting. Crafting.